Hey everyone, it's MJ and thank you for joining me. You know, all throughout the Bible, we see the Lord looking in one place when he chooses and uses people. He looks on the heart. So are you evaluating that place when you do kingdom business? Well, if not, I hope after this episode, you will. Please join me and my very special guest, Tanisha Morris, as we discuss the beauty, challenges, and importance of work in the ministry with a servant's heart. I guarantee you're going to love this one. So please stay tuned. Hey everyone, it's MJ. Thank you for joining me once again. I hope you are having a great day today. I just want to take this time to say thank you to all of our listeners and subscribers. And those of you who are new to the Change My Life family, welcome. I hope that you will subscribe. There will be many inspirational episodes that will be coming your way. And don't forget, you can stay connected with us on social media. We are on Facebook as well as Instagram at Change My Life Podcast. So thanks again for your love and support. I am super excited about today's episode and my very special guest. She has served in mission work and community service for 20 years. She has served locally at her church and she has expanded to working with multiple churches on a jurisdictional level. She owns her own non-for-profit entitled The Locks Foundation and she also has a YouTube ministry where she shares the gospel. She does so much, you all. None other than the lovely Tanisha Morris. Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. Yes. What I love about my sister is that all of this work that she is doing, she does it from her heart. And I like that scripture in the Bible where it says that the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. And so to do ministry from a genuine place is so inspiring to me. And so I'm glad she's on the show. And I hope that when you hear the things that she's doing, that you will be inspired to do ministry as well outside of the church walls. Yes. It's all about kingdom business. And that's what she does. And so you do a lot, girl. Yes. <laughs> you do a whole lot. So why don't you give us like an overview on the things that you do? So, well, I start with ministry in-house and church first. It's been like 20 years since we had started a ministry at church called Helping Hands Ministry. And that ministry basically is supposed to minister to the natural need as well as the spiritual need of the people. And so what we started with at first is working with the schools within the community of our church. And so we would work with those families that had, you know, the biggest need uh, for Thanksgiving. We would feed those families for Christmas. We would do uh, toys, coats, hats, scarves, gloves. And then we expanded and we started doing like um the community drive up prayers and food giveaways on a regular basis in a community. So people just basically drive up, get prayer, get food and keep going. We also um, worked with the women's shelter within that community where our church is located. We've gone to the Ronald McDonald house and we've done meals for the heart for the kids. Uh, we implemented a lot of things. We have senior days. 
it's a number of things that we do I within see. our church and ministry to um, meet the need of people. I feel like, you know, people are in need unless you actually meet the natural need first. Then it opens up a door for you to minister to their spirit. That's awesome. That's very awesome. So that's just what you do in the church. Do you do anything outside the church, like something that you do? Yes, absolutely. So by trade, I'm a licensed cosmetologist and instructor. And so I want to say it's been about 20 plus years since I actually been working with women that are less fortunate. And I would say like sheltered, that just in a situation that basically is unfortunate for them. So what we would do every year, um, mostly like around a holiday, we would give makeovers to that woman, to those women. We would do their hair, makeup, nails. Um, we have a speaker come in to minister to them. We would do clothes. We would do gifts, whatever that need was. So myself and actually other cosmetologists and other ministries that I work with, we all get together and minister to those women on that time just to encourage them, give them inspiration, um, you know, to help them look and feel beautiful as they should because I feel like God blessed me with a gift and the gift is in my hands, although he put other gifts inside me too. So I want to use all my gifts and abilities to minister to other people as well. And so that's just what we do. I like that. I like that you, you have the ability to do hair. Yes. But you take that to minister to people. Yes, absolutely. I, I, I love that. Yes, you you know and I know how I feel when you first get your hair done and yeah. how you feel so good. And it just lifts your spirit. You know, it's um, refreshing. It's good for anybody. I just I just like <clears throat> that you take that because somebody else will be like, well, I can't use my gift for ministry. and. You, you really can. can. You can. You absolutely it, can. That that's awesome. So I mean, I know you do this stuff from your heart. What what birthed that passion in you? Like, how did you really get started in doing this kind of thing? So I want to say I don't know if gifts can be generational. Okay. But my mother, my grandmother, and my great grandmother were givers. I've always seen these three women take care of people. Mm. whether it's um, feeding kids or whether it's somebody that just doesn't have anything, give them something to eat. I've always, I came from a family of women that served. So I've seen that my whole life. So I want to say it was like kind of already in me. Okay. And so sometimes I have the ability to see people. um, This might sound funny. So I come from a big family. I'm number 10 out of 14 kids. And so sometimes when I'm ministering to the women and I'm working with them, I could see one of my sisters in them. And I could be like, oh, okay, that's her. That's that's Christina. That's Carolyn. You know, and so I look at people like, you know, I want to minister to them as if they were my family. So that's one of the things that helped me. Uh, You know, I just seen ministry my whole life without title. Wow. And that's that's inspiring, too. Like you you never know who's watching you. I'm sure, you know, your grandmother, maybe your mom, they weren't really paying attention to you watching them do that kind of thing. And look what it has become in you. Look, look at all of the wonderful things you're doing. So 
that's a thing too. You never know who's watching. You yes, know when you do absolutely. things. Yeah. Wow. I'm, this is good. This is good. I'm enjoying this. So, how has doing this kind of work? How has it like impacted your life, or has it changed? How has it changed your life? If I'm being honest, sometimes when God used me, I feel unworthy. Okay. If if I'm being honest, mm-hmm. like um, some people like oh, boastful about it. I'm just thankful to have the opportunity to do it. And um, I don't take it lightly when I'm handling other people like somebody else put their their life or their their self in my hands. I take it an honor, you know, to be of service to God because that's how I look at it. So anybody that I come in contact to, anybody that I minister to, because we're all God's people, I'm I'm very careful as to how I handle people. Yes. I think humility is very important when you're doing ministry work. And that's that's pretty much what you just said. Yeah. You're just humble about it. And that's I feel like that's how you should be. Like you shouldn't be boastful because if you're boastful and you're doing it where everybody can see you, I'm not saying, you know, it's wrong to post on Facebook and stuff, but when you do it with the wrong spirit, mm-hmm. with the wrong heart, you know, it can come off as being non-genuine we can fool man all day yeah we can't fool god but you know what when you're doing ministry from a level of experience it's always going to be genuine yeah so if you've been in that place before and you know what that other person has been through then it comes across differently naturally right yes that's good that's good so i know with ministry any type of ministry you know you do mission work whether it's that, music, whatever you're doing, there are challenges attached. So what are some of the challenges that you face with outreach ministry or community ministry, mission work, all these things you do? What are some of the challenges that you face and how do you overcome those challenges? So I want to say this, when I do outreach ministry or ministry in general, it's not a challenge with actually doing the work. Okay. I think the challenge comes within with in the people. Mm-hmm. Not the people that you're serving, but maybe the people that you're actually working with because everybody does not have a the same passion or compassion for people. And so when you're working with others, you all got to kind of like be on one accord when it comes to ministering to people. So like doing the work is wonderful. It's awesome. What the scriptures say that the harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. few. Yes. So, you know, if I would say anything, it would be that piece to it. But the actual work itself is, is, is wonderful. It's beautiful. So how do you deal with difficult people then if you are, you know, you're trying to get something accomplished and you have that you know, monkey wrenched on there, somebody is not doing right. What What are some of the ways that you deal with that? Well, one, I'm patient. Okay. <laughs> That's one of my other gifts, patience. Okay. patience. I'm a very patient person. And then when you're working with people, it's a goal. It's a common goal that everybody has to have. 
And sometimes when people don't fit in their common goal, then maybe they need to reevaluate if this is the ministry for them, Mm. if this is something they actually want to be a part of. Or sometimes what I do is everybody, I, I feel that everybody has a place in ministry. So people can be put in certain places which best suit them to serve the ministry, if that makes sense. Makes so if you're not a if you're not good with serving people and community service really is not your thing, then maybe another level of ministry will work best for you. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's good. I totally agree with that. I feel like people should be in their element. Yes, absolutely. They should be in ministry too. Like if even if someone says to you, "Oh, you know, I feel you should be a usher." If that's not your passion, if if something else is your passion, go with your passion because yes. even though it's all ministry work, you don't want to be unhappy doing ministry yes. work. You know what I'm saying? And when you're doing it in that spirit, it's going to come across to the people. Exactly. In, in that way. Exactly. So you should always try to find. And if you don't know what it is, ask God. He'll tell you. Just pray and say, Lord, I want to serve you. I want to serve in the ministry. I want to do it from a sincere heart. Yes. And I believe the Lord will answer you. Now, look, sometimes he's going to tell you something you feel unworthy (laughs) of, like like Tanisha said earlier. Sometimes he's going to tell you something that may feel too big for you. Yes. But the important thing to do is to obey God because whatever he has you doing, he equipped you to do it. Absolutely. He equipped you to do it. Yeah. So... I want to encourage somebody out there that's like, oh, God told me to do this. I don't know. It's like, listen, God told me to do this podcast and I didn't know about this podcast, but it's like I had to be obedient. Sister Nisha, she had to be obedient. It's like there is a blessing in being obedient to whatever God has you to do. So it's not really good to either be in a ministry that you are not happy in or that you're super comfortable in because you don't want to step out of your comfort zone. I'm encouraging you all not to do that. Yes. Do what God tells you to do. And to add to what you're saying, when we first started doing the ministry within the church, I think the need for it. And so I went to my pastor at the time and say, Hey, I see this. Can, can we do this? So sometimes you may see a need for something and some people be sitting there waiting around. Well, why they ain't doing this? Why they ain't doing that? Because God gave it to you, you. to do. Yes. And so that must mean that you can handle it and you can do it. If he put it in your heart to serve his people or to do whatever, whatever it is that he's called you to do, then that means that you're supposed to be doing it. So I saw a need and I asked, could I do it? I didn't wait for anybody else because maybe God didn't put it in their heart to do. He gave it to Tanisha. So Tanisha stepped out and started doing it. Yes. And whatever God gives you to do, you are equipped. You are equipped for it. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Good stuff. Very good stuff. So with all of the work that you do, Tanisha, do like you you help the women, you help these people in the community. Do people come back and like give you testimonies? Do you hear any testimonies about like, oh, man, you really helped or something like that? So I want to say this. Um, when I was doing the ladies, and this is uh, funny, sometimes I would run into them. Really? After I've done their hair. 
And so they would cry. Some of them would cry. Some of them would tell me how that act of service really blessed them and did something for them. For a while, some of the ladies, you know, I keep in contact with and keep in touch with. So you, you're you always going to touch somebody. If it's not the whole bunch, it, it may be one person, it may be two, it may be three, but it's all done for God's glory. Amen. So. Amen. Yeah. What comes from the heart reaches yeah. the heart. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, and I like that too, because it's like people feel like sometimes they have to do like a huge thing. Sometimes it's just the small little things that can have a really huge impact on somebody. Yes. I mean, just buying somebody lunch or something can really like lift somebody's spirit. But also like you don't know what that person is in need of. Right. So you may just be answering that person's prayer. You, you don't know what's in their mind. You don't know what's in their heart, what's in their spirit. And so it's best for you to just obey, you know, obey God when he give you to do something. Just do it. You know, don't try to figure it out when you question yourself so much and then you procrastinate, you end up not doing it mm. later to find out that this is the thing that you should have did. That, that's good. That's good. And it's so true. So true. Wow. Really, really liking this. Okay. So you do so much already. Do you have like any other goals that you're going to do? Any like, do you have goals of things that you want to do like in the future when it comes to mission work and community service? Well, I do have some goals. Um, I have some things that I'm still working on. So right now we're just doing home-based mission work, but I would like to do foreign yes. uh, mission work soon. Um, also, you know, locally and jurisdictionally, we're getting ready this summer to have a really big full giveaway and drive up prayer where we're going to feed thousands, um, on that day throughout the summer, we'll have, um, community drive up prayers and full giveaways as well. Um, we're getting ready to do another senior day at our church where we're going to service the seniors. Then, you know, for Christmas and Thanksgiving, we're going to be doing stuff then. We'll be feeding people then. We'll probably be working with the local schools in the community. So we got so many things that we're going to do ministry-wise. You know, I stay busy. You do. Yes. I and then that. also I'll be ministering to the women that I, um, that I sheltered um, to coming up really, really soon. So I'll be doing that that piece as well. But also personally, I told you I was a cosmetologist. I'm also an entrepreneur. I started my own hair care line called Texture Roots Hair Care. Come on. And I launched that about a year and a half ago. So I'm working on some projects concerning that, trying to expand my business and growth. Come on. You're doing a lot, girl. I'm proud. I am proud. I'm trying. Yes. Yes. So what I, I mean, you, you really said a lot already. But what would be like your words of encouragement for someone who wants to get into this kind of work, whether it's mission work, community service or working with women ministry? What would be like your words of encouragement for that person? Okay. So I thought about this, you know, if you're working, whether it's in church or out of church, and if you feel like that you see a need within your community, 
That that would be the first thing I tell people to do. What need can you meet? Like, are you going to service the community? Are you going to work with women? Are you going to work with men? Are you going to work with kids? What need can you meet? So I'll tell them to like, you know, figure out what it is that they want to do first. But I also want to tell people it's always good to have a heart of compassion. Yes. Um, sympathy is different from empathy. From empathizing, you could have sympathy for a person, but it could go nowhere. You could just sympathize with them. But you could also have empathy and put yourself in that situation and want to help a little bit more. So just always like being compassionate um, and not missing the opportunities for ministry because ministry is not within the four walls of the church. Ministry is every day and you have an opportunity to minister uh, at your job, in your house, in the church, wherever you go. And so you got to be open for God to use you so you won't miss those opportunities. Amen. You could be at a bus stop and there's a homeless person sitting there. Whether you want to give them money or food, that's an opportunity to minister. You could be at work and somebody may need prayer. That's an opportunity to minister. You could be in a grocery store and somebody may be short on their groceries. That's an opportunity to minister. Wherever you are and whatever opportunity God presents to you, that's an opportunity for you to minister to somebody. It doesn't have to start big. It could start small as long as it's starting from your heart. I, I, that's good. That's good. And I love your heart. Yes. I really do. Your heart is so, it's so genuine. And I feel like that's why God blesses you so much. Seriously. I want to read the scripture. It's 1 Samuel 12 and 24. Only fear the Lord and serve him in truth with all your heart. For consider how great things he hath done for you. Mm. And I just, I really enjoyed you being on the show today. Seriously. I enjoyed it as well. I loved everything you said. And I'm inspired. If ain't nobody else inspired, <laughs> I'm inspired to just really do like kingdom business. Seriously. Absolutely. So... Tanisha has a YouTube channel. It's so good. I'll be on there getting my little words of inspiration. Why don't you tell the people about it and tell them where they can connect with you if they want to connect with you. Absolutely. I am on YouTube and I am just sharing my thoughts from a godly perspective. And my channel is Tanisha M. So if you're following me, it's T Tanisha M or Tanisha Works. I'm also on Instagram at Tanisha Works and I'm on Facebook as well Tanisha Morris um, but you can also follow my uh, business page that's Sexual Roots Hair Care I'm on Instagram and Facebook okay so I hope you all will connect with her collaborate with her she's doing great great things for the kingdom don't forget you can stay connected with us on social media we're on Facebook as well as Instagram at Change My Life Podcast Wow, who knew working with a servant's heart would change, change my, my life? life.